Yeah. What's going on? What up, people? Welcome to UFC London pre-fight show. An, a late but early pre-fight show, I guess you could say. Saturday morning here. Yeah. But uh, fight starting five hours, I think, in London. But no. you know what? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying. I'm saying, what do you, how do you feel about this time? This time for the show yeah. or for the fights? Both. For the show, it's definitely different. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I came in here; it was dark as shit. I I felt like it was like Friday night. Yeah. Like I felt like it wasn't like it's not Saturday morning, but um. That's a little weird. But for the fights, for the fights, I kind of like it. Starting at one p.m. Yeah, I like here that. it'll be done by. It'll probably be done by like eight. Right? The main card says it starts. I think at like four. Yeah. So. Yeah, so like. That's pretty sweet. Six o'clock or some shit. Exactly. Then That's pretty six, nice. Seven o'clock. I could definitely get down with that. Yeah, I like that. Why are they finally getting a regular time card? Yeah, right. And and he he's uh, actually at a soccer game right now. He just said, "Nice." So, so he can't even watch us. It's all good. So uh, yeah, let's get to it though. What are we thinking for the first fight? Um, our first fight on the prelims is uh this huge prospect flyweight guy, right? Yep. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mohamed Mokov. He actually uh. I think he's from Russia or Dagestan or something, but he moved to England. He grew up in England or and something. And grew up, like. yeah, and, like, he claims England now as, like, who he represents, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So he, he fights out of uh, out of Manchester, it says. But uh, he's 6-0 and o coming to the UFC. He had a big... Look at his amateur record. Holy shit. It's insane. He's never lost. Dude, he's he's undefeated. Yeah, completely yeah, undefeated. Huge. How many fights is that as an amateur? I'm going to count right now real quick. Let's see. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10... 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 23 amateur fights undefeated. That's insane. And 6-0 and as a pro. Um, this is his debut, though, into the UFC. Two two fights or two wins by knockout, TKO, two wins by submission, two by decision. Um, yeah, he's big on Twitter. He's always trending on Twitter. Whenever I go on Twitter, um, I'm not really a Twitter guy, but whenever I'm on Twitter, I do see him. Popping up on like the MMA section, mm, yeah, like trending. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got a huge following just because I mean, obviously of who he is already. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he he's a huge prospect for the UFC, and the fact that he's making his debut is wild. When you have this much hype, making your debut, mm-hmm. that's like that seems to be the new blueprint. Though it does, it now, really. Like it, we've the next seen generation so much. of fighters, it seems to be like create a, a ton of hype outside of the UFC, mm. and then and then come in. You know, with with just a huge following already. You know, yeah. I mean? especially when you when you come from these other countries like uh, Dagestan or um, any any of those Russian countries or any country in, in, in general, England, for example, you know, England or whatever. Right? I feel like you get this huge buzz, and then you get into the UFC, and I think that's like gonna be like a new standard mm. of building yourself up outside the UFC first. Well, we are gonna see either fighters float or sink because there is a fighter on this card that people believe will sink. Uh, who got the same hype coming to the UFC. Yeah. We will get to him later, though. Also, uh, Wadi says he left Russia at age 12, uh, and Hasbullah said, yeah, he got refugee status because his dad was a political prisoner. So, uh, Okay, okay. <clears throat> and he also says he's a striker, too, not a grappler. But that's also, I was watching a video. He, he says, like, talking about how he's from Dagestan or mm-hmm. from Russia, you know, like how everyone thinks of these wrestling. Those grapplers. Yeah, but he's like, no, that's not. Um, yeah, watch him strike. He looks smooth. Yeah. Watch he, him, like, I mean... You can tell a lot by someone shadow boxing. You you truly can. You know, not 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 everything, but a lot. You know, not just, mm. I only seen him shadow box. I haven't watched one of his fights, but I seen him shadow box, move around. And I was like, all right, he he knows kind of clean exactly. 
So I'm excited for this one. But his opponent, Cody Durden, uh, won one and one in the UFC. Do you remember he had there was some controversy about his last fight? He beat uh, um, he was fighting for someone from China, I think. And at the on the mic, like he said something like "Go back uh, to China" or some shit okay, like that. Okay, okay. That's he's, this guy. He's, he's so, bigot. so him, yeah. Well, he's he's from Covington, Georgia. So I mean, uh. from down down south. But uh, him, him, Cody Durden and uh, what's his name again? Muhammad Mok Mokov Mokov. Oh, I, they okay. had words. They had beef. He asked, so oh, Muhammad they had shit. Yeah, asked to fight him. He's like, yeah. I'll take care of him. He's like, I don't he, like racist. He's like, I'll yeah. yeah. He's like, I fight. I, I want to kill, smash this guy. Whatever. I remember. I remember that. So they they got some beef, and even at the weigh-ins, they were talking shit, yelling at each other. You know, trying to get in each other's face. So this is definitely a good fight to open up the the uh, entire card. Now, is that smart for a new guy coming into the UFC? You think? What talking that shit? Or? No, no, no. Just going into a. I mean, granted, you have a ton of experience, but it's different now. Now it's on a big stage. It's on a right. huge stage where you have um, a huge, the 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 wins alone, just the, mm. the uh, ceremonial wins alone. It's a it's a the huge moment. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like a lot of pressure. The fans are there. It's a lot of um, adrenaline going. Even in that that simple moment right there. So um, you think that? Do you think that for a new guy coming into UFC on his debut, you think that's good or bad for him? You know, to create all this drama and excitement around his fight. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it could be good. I mean, I feel like this guy's, I don't know. I feel like that's, I think it's, it's good for him. I think, well, just because the hype behind him already, mm-hmm. I feel like people want to see this and they're going to be like, and especially sure. if, if he is as good as a fighter. Well, I mean, obviously his record says that alone, mm-hmm. but I feel like that can be beneficial. Yeah. More than maybe not being. Why? You think the other way? Um. I think both ways. I think that it could be beneficial in a way where just marketing wise, you know what I'm saying? Just to get his mark his marketability and like just the fans going and just get people knowing who he is and people paying attention to his fight, absolutely it's good. But for a guy as inexperienced as him, quote unquote inexperienced, right? Within the UFC, he's still only six and zero. Right. He's granted how many fights? Sixteen amateur fights. That's a twenty three. Twenty three amateur fights. That's a ton of experience. I don't know what those fights were like. Right. Um, against what type of competition, right? But there's still fights. There's still uh, there's still some kind of experience. But six and zero as a professional, that's not a lot of pro mm. fights. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I don't know if he's ever faced a moment like this, this big. You know what I mean? I got him winning. I think he takes it. But I've never seen. I don't know. I don't never seen him fight outside the organization so mm. i'm not too sure did he, sorry i was gonna say didn't you come in at six and zero? i did i came in at six so and you know so I, I i do know that um it's a lot it can but i didn't lot. have as much hype as this dude right right, you know right. i'm saying like i had hype but i didn't have like the sage Northcut thing you know what i'm saying it wasn't <laughs> like this massive amount of hype so it's just different mm. but there is a huge difference at those ceremonial weigh-ins and being in the ufc than it is Definitely. being in the local scene uh, yeah and that Personally, I would much rather I have all that hype. I would want to come in quietly and prove myself. Mm. I want to come not quietly. You know, everyone's watching me like Patty. There's no beef between him and the other guy. Right, right, right. It's just like I'm coming in. I got all this hype. The people love me, and I'm gonna go in there and do what I do and show them that I'm fuck. I'm that guy. Mm. But when you have that guy across from you now, it's like a beef between y'all. It becomes right. something different now. Right, it's right. like that energy of like, oh, like I can't lose to this motherfucker. You know I what see what you're saying. It's like that makes you not really fight your fight. Mm. Um, where that's what I'm saying about uh, experience, too. If he was more experienced, then it's like, who gives a fuck? You could beef all you want. That's not going to change the way you fight. But with his inexperience and having to experience that in his first UFC fight, right. that type of uh, animosity is like, uh, how how does he perform? 
That actually makes a lot of sense, and I didn't even think of it like that. So, um, that's a good point. But, I still got him with him. Though. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say <laughs> with with. I don't. I don't know if he's like. Oh, obviously, he's probably super confident coming to this fight because he also did call this guy out, Cody Durden, because he, he was ba- like I said, he was just like I don't like I don't like racist or whatever he said. Yeah, but then again, also you got the people's air. You know, you know, it's like it's, it's good for market for for your name and your brand. People are gonna do shit like that. Fighters are gonna like the hype can in the moment. The hype, his first UFC fight, he's on Twitter. He's getting a lot of attention. He's like, I'm gonna call this motherfucker out. <laughs> True. Right? You know, so I don't know. I don't know when they say the hype could get to you. It can. It can in a way. It you definitely. Know, so it definitely can. Uh, well, Muhammad Mokav. I can't even say the last name. Favorite minus three eighty. Cody Durden underdog plus two ninety. Um. Also, Abdullah says he's at his hotel right now at the O2. He's going to the fight soon. That's pretty sick. So enjoy that, bro. <laughs> That's actually sick. What? What was that? Abdullah, uh, Abdullah said he's in London. Oh, is he? For oh, the wow. fights. He's about. He's at his hotel, he said. He's about to go into the fight soon. Oh, nice. That's nice. actually sick as hell. Nice. Aaron says he likes this start time. The start time of the fights, because I do too. Yeah. This, this is going to be sweet at 1 p.m. I like that a lot. Uh, all right. What's the next fight in the prelims? What do we want to talk about? Next one that we can get to. Oh, you know there's a, a fight. I'm, we're not going to talk about it now, but just quick mention. Um, bro, Gunnar Nelson is back. Yes, he is. He Gunnar is Nelson at, is back. Man. He is fighting uh, Takashi Sato on a I'm short notice fight. Very excited about that fight. Extremely excited about that fight. I'm, uh, good to see Gunnar Nelson back, man. Mm. Yeah. It's been how long? Three years, three years. So a lot, of, a lot of newer, newer fans don't really know much about him. But Gunner, Gunner's a savage. That's actually absolutely wild. Well, before we get there, he's on the main card. So before we get there, we got Nikita Krylov versus Paul Craig. Um, talk to me, uh, Nikita Krylov. Well, first of all, Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, th- two and three in the UFC. Uh, well, actually, no. He was in the UFC before that. Damn, he was in the UFC since 2013. Wow. And then got cut. He went on a nice streak, though. Went on a five-fight win streak. In the UFC? Yeah. And then uh, lost and to... Misha, and then was released? Lost to Misha Serkinov, and then was released, and now he's back at two and three. How does that work? I don't know. It's kind of wild. He went on a streak there for five fights. Uh, and But also, when you look at the guys he has lost to... Since coming back in 2018, mm-hmm. Jan Blahovich, Glover Teixeira, and Magomed Ankalaev. And uh, then he's beaten OSP and Johnny Walker. Via what? Uh, OSP, rear naked choke, and Johnny Walker unanimous decision. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's solid. And so when I see guys get cut like that off of one loss, it just, I feel like maybe with contractual issues or something. Yeah, like it just that. couldn't come to yeah. an agreement. I, was, I, was gonna, I mean, he fought like three or four times after that. Yeah, and then he got back in. So, I mean. Nice. Um, but Paul Craig, Paul Craig on a nice little streak now, four fight win streak mm-hmm. or three fight win streak, but he had a draw with uh Shogun. Um, dude, his last fight against Jamal Hill, who we've seen Jamal Hill obviously is a problem for this division. Yes, but he went in there and basically tore his arm off. Fuck yeah! I thought I thought he like did so much more damage than he did. Yeah, Jamal um, Hill was back quick, man. Dude, he was back. Up. He was in the club dance with him the same night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there was no uh, no uh, ligament damage or anything like that. It was just all like, 
It was just dislocated and shit. Like his that. elbow. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no like real damage. Which is absurd when you look at it because his arm was dangling when, yeah, when he was flopping around. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's no way. Um, Paul Craig is a strong motherfucker. Like I can imagine his jiu-jitsu is probably extremely good. I mean, that's what he's got. Yeah. His striking is definitely not there the best. It's not the best, but it, it's um, it's effective, man. He's a big guy. Granted, Nikita is a big guy too. But I just don't know how Nikita is going to fare against him on the ground. If a fight could get to the ground, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. If it does get to the ground, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind, Paul Craig. Yeah. Um, this guy's finishing people. In his last three wins, he has all finishes. Mm-hmm. Last four wins, he has all finishes. Last five. Dude, he's, yeah, he's just a finish machine. machine. <laughs> three wins by KOTKO, 12 by submission. He has zero decisions. So yeah. just finishing everyone. 100%, 100% finish rate. I like it. Uh, I love all submissions. Uh, no, three KO TKO, twelve by submission. I'm taking Craig on this one. Uh, well, the odds are Nikita Krylov num- minus one ninety five and Paul Craig plus one sixty five. Also, this is number nine versus number eleventh ranked light heavyweight fight. Mm. Um, we got some. Pat Q says, "Yo, Wagwan, Randy?" Question mark. Yo, Pat Q, Wagwan. Maroon uh, is here too. What up, Maroon? Yo, what up, people? Valles yeah. says, as an Italian, it is cool to watch a UFC at normal time and not 4 a.m. super stoned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could only imagine how good that feels, bro. Um, Ernie, Maroon, Ernie says, uh, Google Paul Craig beard. Let's look. I'll do it right now. Is this some sort of thing where, like, something else is going to pop up? What am I looking at? <laughs> oh, how he keeps his beard so luscious. His beard oh, wait, is super what? clean. Oh, wait, know. what? Okay, here we go. A sexual secret on how he maintains his beard. Wow. All right. I don't know. I got to read this. I mean, I have a beard, but. Oh, here we go. Right. What is it? Inam Pum Pum? Pum Juice? Yep, that's exactly what he was. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean that's as expected. Yeah. Is that why mine's so nice? Probably. <laughs> oh, probably. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, yep. Like pussy juice, mate. There you go. There you go. Thank that you tip. for that. Is he, is he from England? Uh, I think he's Scottish. I think yeah, that's the. It's like a a <laughs> joke that everyone has. Like, oh, is that actually? Yeah. England people always say that. Yeah, he's from Scotland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as expected. <laughs> that's funny. Also, Abdullah says you skip past WMMA and Jack Shore, but that's fine. Uh, Jack Shore, that actually is. Well, I didn't see the Jack Shore is a big prospect as well. Um, Tank Jack Shore, Jack Tank Shore, fifteen and zero, another undefeated fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, where is his thing? This is is this whole entire card. It seems to be like. That, let me dude, ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Jack Shore versus Patty Pimlet. Mm. Versus? Yeah. Aren't they in different weight classes? No. 55, right? Jack Shore, I think Bantamweight. Is he? Yeah. And yeah. He used to be 55 or something? I don't know. Maybe think of someone else. Why does his weight class here say 55? Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's a bug, maybe it's bugged out. Oh, it's, yeah. Abdullah says Jack is 135. Ah. Uh, yeah, okay. I, think, I think that shit's bugged. Or I, think, I mean, the UFC website, that thing is ass anyways. But uh yeah, Jack Shore, undefeated, four and oh in the UFC, two wins by uh submission. Um, another big prospect coming in here from Wales. All these cage warriors but, guys. But 
But Timor has been on a he's been on a streak, no? If I'm not mistaken, he's been on a good little run. He has not lost since 2016. He was looking for wasn't he asking to get like break into the rankings? Like he wanted to fight someone like one of the top guys after his last win. He called someone out. I think he might he might be right actually. Nah, he called. I don't remember exactly who he called out, but he's been looking impressive, man. Only Very three. Cool. Sorry, go on. So Jack Shore, right? What is Jack Shore's? How long has he been in the UFC? He's been in the UFC since 2019, and he's ha- he has four fights already. Okay. He was in Cage Warriors before, obviously. He's Cage Warrior guys. So four fights already? In the UFC. That's not a lot of fights. Not a lot since 2019? No, nah. uh, it's 2022. It's 2022, bro. I forgot about that. Yeah, COVID, I guess. So said considering COVID. So how m- A lot of people sat out. Yeah. Fought. Only only like the, the idiots fought. Yeah. <laughs> fought well, I know one COVID. of them. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, what was it? Oh yeah. So how many fights? Okay, in a three-year span in the UFC, how many fights do you think you should have, or what is considered normal, right. average? For everyone is different, I guess. You know, cause we got to take so many different things into consideration. I mean, injuries, um, just training schedules, life. Would you say six to eight fights is in three years? Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot. I'd say, I'd say if you say so, you're doing two fights a year minimum. Right. So Personally, six. I think I'd say three if you could, which is hard, but um, it's not that hard. But the guys, guys that do four or five, Jesus but Christ. um, two, I say two minimum. Yeah, Aaron says two a year minimum. Yeah. He agrees with you. Um, damn. So yeah, I guess that isn't a lot. No, mm. maybe he just sat out that one year. Mm. He sat out uh twenty twenty. Right. I mean, can you blame him? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, Back then I'd be like What a bitch Yeah right <laughs> Better get to running <laughs> I I bat faster It says Jack gonna need to Tighten up for this one uh, Timber Valley of Yes he's a very good fighter um, Both guys are good fighters But This will be a good uh, Definitely a Fun fight Yeah this is gonna fans. be a, a great test for Jack Shore mm-hmm. Honestly I'm taking Timur Valley on this one um, The dude can do it everywhere Man he can strike He can grapple mm-hmm. Um He's definitely going to be a player in the in the upper echelon of the division. Yep. Well, matchmakers have Jack Shore as the slight underdog minus 105 and Timur Valiev at minus 115. Okay. Mike Grundy. Mike Grundy. Two fight Makwan Americani. Both of these guys are on a fight losing streaks coming into this fight. Um Mike Grundy on a two-fight losing streak. This is only his third fight in the UFC, so he's one and two so far. And Amir Makwan Amir Khani. Damn, he's uh, been in the UFC since 2015, and he is six and five on a three-fight losing streak. Okay. Uh, do you remember his last fight? He got a he was winning the fight, honestly doing very well, and he got a flying, or I think he got a knee to the head and got knocked out. Yeah. Um. I think he was very emotional after that fight, too. Yeah, that's tough. But Mike Grundy, yeah, what? you? I feel like we always talk about Mike Grundy. Yeah, it's just the name and the look. It just goes hand in hand. I feel like it does. <laughs> Mike Grundy. He looks exactly like Mike Grundy for some reason. He does, right? With that big, big-ass bald head. The Grundle, <laughs> Kimura says. Uh, Chris Lesu said, Makwan needs this. I would say so, or else that'd be four in a row he's lost. Yeah. And that would not be good. <clears throat> um, Next up. 
Yep, that's really it. Next up, we got Jai Herbert versus Ilya Tapora. Man, this fight right here, um, I like Jai Herbert a lot. Mm. I love this dude's style. I like the way he fights. Um, from a fan perspective, I'm a fan of Jai Herbert. Ilya Tapora is just a, a massive prospect, <laughs> undefeated right this now. This guy's sick, yeah. And this is just a terrible matchup for Jai Herbert I think, <laughs> right now. You know what I'm saying? But I hope he can really um, pull it off and get it done. But right now, Ilya Tapora has just been on a... He's undefeated. He's been on a crazy streak. Another guy with massive uh, star power behind him, just based off of, you know, coming from another country and building all that hype out there. Um, Was he from Georgian? Georgia? He's He's Georgian. Georgian. Um, I think he lives in Spain or fights out of Spain or something. Okay, or Germany. Is it? I mean, yeah, his country next oh, to him is Germany, uh, so I'm guessing he's fighting out of Germany. Um, but yeah, shout out to shout out to Ilya Tipora. I think he gets it done. I would love to see um, Jai Herbert get it done. I think Jai Herbert has cleaner striking, but I think that uh, Ilya Tipora just has a, a better overall yeah. game and has a, a a lot more intensity. Exactly, way more well well rounded as a fighter. I would say. Yeah. Um, Ilya Tapora, though, like you said, huge prospect coming to this. I think Jai Herbert was supposed to fight someone else. I don't think this was like the matchup for him, was it? Was it short notice for Tapora? I don't. I think both guys had someone, and then they both dropped out. Okay, and so they basically like matched up. I could be wrong. <clears throat> it's, it's odd to see um, Jai Herbert getting matched uh, with a top fifteen guy already. Yeah, this is what maybe what his third UFC fight. Uh, Jai Herbert. Yeah, yeah. This is his fourth UFC fight. Okay, and he's one and two. With a TKO win over Kama Worthy in his last fight. Yeah, so that's that's tough to see him just get, get thrown out there like that early on. You know what I mean? Mm. But who knows? This is what makes fighters. This is how you take opportunities, True. and this is how you become the guy. You know what I mean? Um, in other news, though, Ilya Tapura versus uh, <laughs> versus oh, yeah, um, Patty, Patty Pimlet. <laughs> we, <laughs> we saw a little, a little preview of that. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know from the from the camera angle, like from the video, I couldn't really tell what was going on. All because all you see is Ilya Tapori like walking, and then you see a fucking like sanitizer bottle come fly. You see Patty's hair like flying around, and then a hand sanitizer <laughs> bottle come flying past his head, and then it's like they break obviously break him up. But they were going on Twitter or, like just talking shit back and forth, saying Patty said that he came with like with a squad like of seven people and like tried like tried to press him. I don't know, and like he was by himself. I don't know exactly what happened, but, but. no one jumped in though. It's not. I mean. It's it's too little to happen to kind of like judge the whole thing of what happened, right? But what it looks like is it looks like from the little clip that we've seen, it seems like he did he saw him, and apparently they had words on on social media, right? And he mm-hmm. saw him when he saw him, he would just he just kept that same energy, right? Ilya Essentially, Ilya Ilya was just like he pressed him about it. Right. That's what happens when you talk shit. Sometimes, like you gotta, you're gonna have to see somebody. A lot of times, we get used to talking shit and you don't see the person. Sometimes you talk shit, you're gonna have to see that guy. And when you see that guy, then you can't just be like, "Hey, mate," yeah, and then passive aggressively like talk to each other. Like, no, like not everybody operates like that. You know what I mean? It's gonna be somebody's gonna do something to you, you know, <laughs> or or confront you about it. So, um, who knows? I think that. I think that um, Ilya had no intention of jumping him with his friends or nothing like that. It didn't look like that. His friends were actually trying to stop him. Right, right. You know what I mean? And and I think it would have been a one-on-one fight, if anything. Yeah, from what came out to it. But uh, 
Patty had his fight. They both had their fights, and you know nobody wants to mess up their bag for the night. You know what <laughs> I mean? Fighting some fighting in the back on some <laughs> bullshit, and next thing you know, one of y'all get injured, and then you can't fight for real and get your money. So, um, yeah, but apparently Patty was saying some shit online about his country. No, oh, he said yeah, like a while ago, something he said something about how no wonder why like Russia bombed Georgia or like took over Georgia, something like that. Like you know, yeah, like run you guys or some shit. Like yeah, that. some 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 dumb shit. Exactly. And and apparently Russia did the same thing to Georgia that they're currently doing to Ukraine. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess they took that person, and I can see why. Yeah, it's his know. home country. Yeah, and there you go. That's how. <clears throat> Ballas says, "Uh, Tapora wanted some clout. I don't think so. He's got clout. I don't think it was about the clout. He's got clout. Yeah, I don't think it was about the clout. I think it was more so just about you know the disrespect. Right. Especially like we just said, if it was something about his hometown country, but in. If you look at it though, it's kind of smart now. Now we want to see that fight. Now exactly. Now we got all us to, all of us to talking. Yeah, I want to see it. And I tell you what though, low key, Ilya Tapura beats the shit out of Patty. <laughs> That's what uh, someone just said. Kamara said Tapura would be a nightmare for Patty. He'd finish him. You know what I'm saying? And I like Patty. I think that they're take the promotion's taking the time with him. I think they're doing a good job. This next fight right here is a good. St- a good step, a soft step for him, and just keep pushing him slow, you know. But ultimately, this is the ultimate fighting championship, and you can't. There is no 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 duck in hiding. You're gonna fight the hard fights. Mm. You know what I mean. You're gonna have to fight somebody, and that's when we're gonna know what he's truly about. Um, but Patty hasn't, and I, I've spoken openly. Patty hasn't impressed me. You know, he's a huge prospect, ton of potential for sure. But potential, there's only so much the potential. Mm. Um, I think Ilya Tapura has proven he's got it. Yeah. He's proven that he's got it. Um, Patty, not so much. Mm. Patty, not so much. So um, let's see what happens. I've seen online a lot of people have been when Patty first came on the scene, everyone was obviously going crazy about. I'm saying he's the next McGregor and shit. And then now I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and stuff saying how they think Patty, like once he gets maybe better competition than top up, upper divisions of the league, of the. Uh, Whatever he's not doing well. Listen, man, and he there's not to say he has no room to grow and get better, but here's the thing: when McGregor, we like to compare new fighters to McGregor. When McGregor came on the scene, he had everything Patty had. He had that back end, a huge fan, fan, uh, fans behind him, the whole country, everything. But here's the thing: when McGregor came on the scene, when he fought, what was the first thing you said? Everybody, Holy oh shit, shit. <laughs> oh shit, oh this motherfucker fight, oh he's nice, oh damn. When Patty fought, it was just like <laughs> he was mid. He got rocked. He was mid, got bro. I was just like, I was like, all right, cool, another guy, right? I was like, all right, cool. And this is not disrespect to him or Dick. This is just fact. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When I saw, it, we was just like, all right, cool. That's what's up. Yeah, right. It was nothing special, you know. And I think we're gonna see the same thing again tonight. I mean, do you think the UFC? Well, we haven't even talked about Patty. We're talking about Ilya Tapuria, but do you think the UFC tossed him a fight for this one? In London, they Absolutely. gave him, they're they, building. They're gonna yeah. build him. But again, this is the UFC. There, there are no easy fights, mm-hmm. right? But there are fights where, you know, favorable matchups. And I think this is a favorable matchup. He needs to go out there and do what he needs to do in order to, to build him. They're doing a good job to build him, right? Same thing they did with Connor, right? To build him. But Connor was doing his part. It's a partnership. Connor was getting motherfuckers up out of there impressively, you know. Whereas this guy, I don't know. I don't know, but not to say there's not room to grow, and he's he can't still change that. He's he can. He change was a champion cage wars too, which is I mean, absolutely, that's pretty, absolutely that's pretty legit. Is over there, 
Absolutely. I mean, we're all cha- everybody's champs all right. <laughs> from other organizations. <laughs> it's like you know, but still, we'll see. I guess we'll have to just see tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I hope he can pull it off. But uh, Ilya Tapora, I think, is is head and shoulders above him. Yes, and uh, I think Ilya Tapora is head and shoulders above Jai Herbert as well in this oh, one. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think Ilya Tapora takes this one. <laughs> And the matchmakers see it as well because Jai Herbert plus four twenty five and Ilya Tapuria heaviest favorite on the card minus five ninety. Okay. <clears throat> we have a couple five hundred uh, minus five hundreds on this card. Two more that are coming up in the main card, so we will get to those. Up next, where are we at? Up next, we got Molly McMahon <laughs> versus um, oh McCann. Mm-hmm. Molly McCann, Meatball versus uh, Laura Carolina. Molly Carolina. McCann, she's uh, another. I think she's another favorite. Like a lot of people love yeah. her. Yes, I mean she's huge in uh in um in England in England and Liverpool. Her and Patty train together, yeah. so you know she's got that that all that for those fans that uh absolutely absolutely. Yeah. That, again, that just goes to show these countries get behind their fighters, man. It's like, so, it's something we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. America is like the only country that's like America's is backwards, bro. I told you, ev- England everywhere. Canada, they all get behind their fighters. Yeah. And, dude, literally every country. It's just the nature of America is very odd. It is very, very odd. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I like it at all. But, but um, Molly McCann, um, I got her in this fight for sure. Um, just based off of her grappling ability, um, the intensity that she brings. Uh, I feel like I've seen her get on top of girls. She seems very strong. When she's on top, that seems to be a problem mm. for a lot of the girls. And, again, this is a, a favorable matchup because I believe Lana is more of a striker, long, lanky striker, um, whereas that can keep it at bay and try to jab up um, Molly. Mm-hmm. But if she can't do that, I feel like she gets taken down and held down. Mm. Molly can also. She likes to get in those fight, like those brawls, basically. If she gets in a she brawl swing. with Laura, she's done. You think so? Yeah. I mean, she isn't that her? Laura, she isn't that her fighting style, though? Yeah, but she can get on top. I think mm, ground and pound and ground and pound. She she's like a little tank man. She's a meatball. She's a meatball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I love it. Um, well, Molly McCann minus one forty, and Luana Carolina Carolina plus one twenty. And another sleeper <laughs> fight on the card: um, Gunnar Nelson. This is versus Takashi Sato. Gunning the Gunner, Gunner Nelson is um. I think we'll see Gunnar Nelson back. He had a couple injuries. So, yeah, he was sidelined. He got an injury from grappling that big motherfucker. What's that giant body lifting dude? Oh, that uh, that Connor, the mountain. Yeah. He grappled with him? He grappled with him. And got injured. And got injured. Now, why are you doing that? like a YouTube video or something. Now, why are you doing that? I don't know, bro. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why. And then he he was out for three years because of it. That's fucked up. Yeah, bro. That's fucked, actually. Crazy. He had to get surgery, all that. And Gunnar Nelson was... Now he's he. I think he's unranked. He was ranked everything. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, he fought like everybody. He fought the best of the best men. That's fucked. And he's got a six dash, but <laughs> it's not that sick. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, shout out Token Snipes. Subscribe for seven months. Let's go, bro. Token Snipes, appreciate you, my boy. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Gunnar Nelson, like you said, he's been out for a while since 2019. Yeah, Gilbert Burns' his last loss. He's coming on a two-fight losing streak to Leon Edwards and Gilbert Burns, mm-hmm. with his last win being over Alex Oliveira. Um, but Takashi Sato, this is a short-notice fight for him. He hasn't fought since is 2020. It? Why is it a short-notice fight? Uh, Gunnar Nelson we already was, knew Gunnar was coming back. 
he was supposed to fight. Who was Gunnar Nelson supposed to fight? People, tell me, please. Um, I don't recall. But yeah, I think this is short notice for for Takashi. Wow. So, um, but I don't know who. I don't originally know who he was supposed to fight. Uh, but yeah, Takashi Sato hasn't fought in two years as well since 2020, November 2020, where he lost to Miguel Baeza. Uh, submission. Claudia Silva, another grappler. That's who he's supposed to fight. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yes, thank you. So yeah, so Gunnar Nelson was supposed to fight Claudia Silva, and then what, Claudia Silva is that other grappler in the division. So it would be two. It would have been two grapplers versus each other. Basically, that would have been a Claudia is a very good grappler, by the way. Yeah. So it'd be Claudia Silva versus Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson is a huge grappler. Same thing. So now he's fighting Sato. I think he submits Sato here. I mean, especially with that short notice for Sato. Yeah. I don't think that's not going to be easy. But it's, at all. it's it's almost like a welcome back for Gunnar Nelson. It, it technically, I mean, yeah, I would say so. What do you see? Do you think he still has it though? You think that Gunnar Nelson is going to still be able to? Go on a legitimate run or like at least deal with the upper echelon or the, not even the upper echelon of the division. He's unranked, but the guys outside the division, the, the guys like myself who are right outside the mm. top 15 who are looking to break into the rankings, how do you think he, he fares against uh, that set of welterweights? You know what I mean? Because he's not fighting the, the guys, the number 10s, the number 5s yeah, anymore right there. now. Do you think he, he has to get past us first? Does he get, how does he fare amongst us? And if he does well, how does he fare in that top 10? I feel like, I mean, there's obviously some fighters that he can beat that are right outside the the uh, cusp. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in the top ten, I don't think I it's see. Hard, him. yeah, it's hard. And a guy like like Gunnar Nelson is the in this sport, the young eats the old. You know what I'm saying? So not that he's old enough. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. How old is he? He's 33. It says. He's, yeah, so he's not old, but he's been around his fight fight age. He's been around a long time. So now it says he does good amongst us. So got guys right outside the top 15, right? What what happens? You know they're gonna match. How they're gonna match him? Are they gonna match him favorably to try to, you know, to uh, market him, him and put him out there and propel him? I don't think so. I think they give him a guy like like the the guys the up and call. I think him and Shemaev or something mm. like that. They're gonna try to like match him and Shemaev early or him and Shavkat or him and like you know the the uh, other prospects who are already in the rankings. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Do you think because he has already been in there? Because he's already been there. So, he so knows. it's like, yo, you beat this guy. You're right you know, back. You're right back. You know what I'm saying? Three years is a while. Three years is a long time. That is a long time. And also, if it's because of injury, you don't know how he's going to perform after injury. Like that's a long ass recovery from a from an injury. But seven of offensive says the same thing. He says going to use him, going to use him as a name to build build a build a little to start build a little. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, I like Gunnar Nelson, but I like him too. I hope I don't see that. Didn't you have a little story with him? You were supposed to train with him, or he asked you to train or something? No, I've trained with him a couple of times. Oh, you have. I've trained with well, him. Well, didn't he want to? He'd fly you out. Academy. He wanted to fly you out too. Yeah, right before his injury, I was going to help him with the. Um, they wanted me to Jeff come Neal? to Iceland. Oh, not Jeff Neal. Neil yeah, Magny. Neil Magny to prepare for his Neil Magny fight, but um, obviously he got injured and that didn't happen. Mm. But um, that'd have been sick though. Yeah, I've never been to Iceland. That would. I feel like that'd be cool. Yeah, it would have. I would definitely like to go to Iceland. I mean, that'd have been real sick. That'd have been dope, but didn't happen so it is what it is and maybe it didn't happen for a reason because now the way everything played out where i'm at in my career right and where where he's at like i feel like you know obviously i got to get past chaos williams first mm. but we right there i feel like we can but he gets a win 
we can easily butt heads. Mm. You know what I mean? So True. We'll so maybe it's a good thing that didn't happen. Yeah. Wow, that'd be interesting. But uh, matchmakers have Gunnar Nelson, another minus 510 versus Takashi Sato at plus 375. So Gunnar Nelson, the big favorite coming into this one. Yes, sir. And now to the best fight of the night. Everyone is so excited, right? Eddie <laughs> uh, oh, Pimblet. Real quick, I bat fast and say, ooh, you versus Chaos is a dope fight. Yeah, that's a great fight. And Ernie Piffle said chaos is light work. <laughs> yeah, that's a t- chaos, chaos is tough, man. Honestly, I love I, I fuck with y'all. I love when y'all when y'all be like, oh, it's easy work. Especially like people DM me like, oh, this is easy work, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not easy work. It's not easy work. We're gonna make it look like easy work, but it's not easy work. Um Chaos is a phenomenal fighter. The dude mm. is explosive. Probably watching a lot of his footage, it seems like he may be one of the most dangerous guys that I've fought. Yeah, definitely. Day. I would say. Yeah. Um, can finish you with one, literally with one punch. For sure. Very powerful. Um, but my game versus his game is that I can do more things that he can do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I excel at things, more things than he can excel at. Mm-hmm. I can make this a mixed martial arts fight. I can beat him on the feet. I could beat him on the ground. Right? But he still poses a very liable threat where he's fucking he throws big combinations he's fast right he Very covers a lot of ground yeah. um he's not throwing one punch at a time mm. like most guys you can't interrupt his his um like when i fought the last guy whenever he threw one punch or he went to throw his combination a jab bop, and it will interrupt his whole shit he'll stop a jab is not gonna stop um chaos, chaos from he's, finishing his he's combination <laughs> he's just gonna eat that shit like this and then still throw like a bunch of fucking Holy punches shit, you know what I'm saying? Bro. So with him is that it's going to be more um, I'm going to have to throw more punches than just one punch at a time with a guy like this. You know what I'm mm. saying? And mix it up. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. It'll be exciting for sure, though. Well, that's a fact. Aaron that's says carries power into the third round, too. And Chris said he, he just tanks through the damage. Man's a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100 so definitely, yeah, definitely. But in order for him to... He has one way to win. I have many ways to win. And the only thing I think that... He he, place where he excels is just the impact, and you got to be able to make impact on a guy like me. You know what I mean? I, I'm very elusive and hard to hit, so mm. it's gonna make for a banger. It so, is definitely. Yeah, just don't miss it. <laughs> oh my god, my hands are getting sweaty already. Oh man. But um, next up anyway, we got Patty Pimlet versus Kazula Vargas. Uh yes, Patty Pimlet. I mean, obviously we've been speaking about him already for for how many times in this show, but. Uh, only his second fight in the UFC. His first, obviously, was a knockout where he almost got knocked out, though, early mm-hmm. in the round. Um, and we really spoke about him. I mean, is the the hype is there, but is the full skill and potential, I guess you could say. The potential is there. The hype is there. The skill is not fully developed yet, I think. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, But the potential is there. He's still young. There's still a lot of time to develop and get better. But I think that the UFC's doing a good job of building him. Like, uh, Kazula's this this stylistically, the matchup favors Patty, right? Um, but Patty has to go in there and show us. Like, all right, well, this is who I am. This is why I'm here. This is why I got the hype. Mm. You know, he got to go in there and do something. I, you know what I mean? Especially in London, in front of his home crowd. I mean, that's yeah, just absolutely. like the, that's the ma- major. Massive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but let me look. I don't, I don't know Rodrigo... Vargas, so. Kazula, 
he's one and two coming off a win in April of 2021 unanimous decision win over Zhu Rong. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a 12 and four record, seven wins by KO, TKO, three by submission, two by decision. So, I mean, he's finishing people and wherever he was fighting, he's from Mexico. So I'm guessing he's fought in promotions across in Mexico and maybe in America and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't really know too much. You know what's crazy? I always root for like in situations like this. I always root for like the underdog. I always root for these dudes, man. But in order for Patty to to to, to do the things that I know he's capable of, I know he has to get the dub. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a it's like a double edged sword. I kind of want both of them to do well. You <laughs> know what I mean? I'm like, bro, go out there and show these motherfuckers that you're actually good. Like, show people what you could do, mm-hmm. and then. Other side of me is like, Kasula, don't be nobody's fucking stepping stone. Go out right? there and shut that shit down, <laughs> right? Like, it's it's crazy. It's these fights like this. I'm always torn between fights like this. But uh, we, I think I know who the UFC wants to win. Absolutely. I mean, they're not torn at all. No, I mean <laughs> to make the money. That's the that's the money fight right there. That's the one. So, yeah. uh, Aaron M says the guy he beat last is better than Patty. Trust me, he's a live dog. I got a bag on Kazula. A word? And I bet Fastly said underdog's going to make some money tonight. All right. Do you know something that we don't know? Because please let me know. Patty's a, Patty's a scouser. That's what he says, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Scouser. he says scousers don't get knocked out. They don't get knocked out. So um, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what happens. He He's going to throw. He's going to throw hard. He's going to throw fast. But I want to see some technical skill from this guy. You know what I mean? I know he has some good grappling ability too. I know I've seen him throw like jumping, yeah, uh, flying shit. Yeah, submit a lot of submission wins. A lot of submissions, but see what happens here. I don't know. I truly don't. I truly couldn't tell you. I saw something on Twitter uh, today that was pretty funny. It was like Patty Fight Day, like in all caps, and it was just a repetitive video of him getting ro- almost knocked out in the fight. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. People. Yeah. Twitter's toxic. Uh, someone said they missed your chiming in, so there you go. Oh, I'm here. I'm just busy. Okay. Um, Patty Pimblett, though, heaviest favorite on... Oh, no, not, not the heaviest. Second heaviest favorite on the card. Minus 550 against Kazula Vargas. Plus 400. the favors? Nice. I think it's the, the media. They just, like, gather... Yeah, I think it's the media. Or, no, not the... Fa- I'm, that's the rankings. I'm sorry. Stat. The rankings. is That's the media that does the rankings. Um, oh. It's the... Abdullah said bookies. Bookies, yeah. There uh, we go. Really? The uh, bookies, bookies get to choose? Yeah, the well, favorites. That's yeah, that's that. In they, Vegas? They it comes out of Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, it comes out of Vegas. Yo, sure, gambling is wild to me. And a, it could easily be a motherfucker that knows nothing about fighting. That's what I'm saying. Like how, A whole bunch of motherfuckers well, that know nothing. You probably use, they probably use stats and all this shit, too. Yeah. It's math. Numbers. Smart stuff that I don't yeah. comprehend. <laughs> They're like, well, this guy beat this guy, and then this guy beat this guy in a faster yeah. time than that guy yeah. beat that guy. So this guy must be better. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, Abdullah says UFC follows the DraftKings odds. Well, aren't they sponsor them? So maybe, I mean, that's probably. Well, DraftKings, the same shit. DraftKings out of Vegas, no? Yeah, I'd imagine. I, I don't know, honestly. I couldn't even tell you. But what I can tell you, co-main event, going to be a banger with Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. Uh. First appearance, not first appearance, but a reappearance into the featherweight division for Dan Hooker. He made 145 or 146 clean. Yes, um, that weight cut looked fucking nuts. 
Do you know he walks around like almost 190 pounds? Yeah, that's that's really scary. Yeah, that's that can't be healthy, bro. Not at There's all. no way. Making 146? Oh, I'm in camp right now. I'm about I'm about 190. Can you imagine cutting to 146? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, bro. No way. Oh my god. That that really is wild. And he's he's what is he, six foot, six one? Come on, bro. Just do 70, man. Just I, I feel like he'll feel so much better. He'll like he'll fight so much better. There's I mean, he no obviously way. will. There's no way you you get you're doing you're you're putting your feeling at your best on fight night. I guarantee it. There's no fucking way. At 145? That's really fucking crazy. Wait, he said that he weighs 190? Or you just saw it online? Or I saw it online. So it could be fake news too. I don't know. But if it's true, if he's weighing 190, bro, I promise you, bro, just fight at 70. John Kinsapim says, I thought he walked around 185. I mean, that's the same shit. Even so, it's the same shit. There's days where I'm 185, bro. Come on. (laughs) And I'm this fucking quote unquote huge welterweight, right? Weight bully. You know what I'm saying? Dog, come on, man. Just just do it. Just try it. Hooker, I know you're not hearing this, but try it. Please. <laughs> try it. Oh, man. That's fucking crazy. Uh, I've seen videos of him sparring fucking Adesanya. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a video. I've you seen see him it. next to Adesanya. They don't look too far off. Yeah. That really is wild. And one's what? And one's like four weight classes below. How do you do this, though? Like, how is this possible? Stop, look, you see him on a scale? Yeah. But he looked good. He didn't look like like he was dying, like drawn out. Like he looked for the sunglasses. He looked, well, he did have the sunglasses. So you could see his eyes <laughs> sucking. His eyes was probably like way back here, bro. He probably looked like skeletal up there. But oh he was lead, his muscles had muscles. Yeah, he was yoked though. Yo. I'm like, all right, hooker, go ahead, man. He has zero percent body fat. That really is wild. Y'all seen that you seen the picture? Mm-hmm. Chat, did y'all see that picture? That picture was wild to me. And he's white, so think about it. <laughs> when you're black, it's like, all right, you're jacked, you're ripped, it's easier because you're like darker. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why bodybuilders get tanned. Mm. So that you can when they There's it, more definite, it's more you definition. See the definition. Bro, this dude was fucking cut out of his mind. <laughs> I was like, yo, how the hell is this dude? His muscles had muscles. His was just it was insane. I don't know how he was standing on that scale. He looked like a fucking anatomy thing. Yeah, that's I saw a picture. Anatomy chart. I yeah, saw there's that. No yeah. way. Who is this? I want to see. I'm like, how are you even standing right now? I saw but he looked healthy. Shit. So, Good for him. 2K said he was 162 before the cut. He's 162. Even that's a lot to make 45. Yeah, that's a lot. That is. That's, that's a lot. Abdullah 4000 says, "I see this fight going like Garbrandt versus Cara France." To be honest, I don't see his chin holding up. Ooh, I'm uh, a hooker. Hooker. It's, that's what I'm saying. We're it's gonna tough. have to find out. Yeah, unless, I mean, he's fought at 145 before. Unless, he, unless they just gave him the IV and just stuck it in his fucking neck like this, <laughs> just like yo, take the bags of IV here. Don't say a word. Oh take like God. six of them shits. They probably did. They have to. Yeah, have to. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt this dude. He did an IV. 100 percent did an IV. But do remember, you blame remember him? Remember IVs were they banned IVs right for weight cut and nobody say nothing. And it was just like you ever notice no one ever got caught. But they were like, yo, hey, stop using IV, guys. IV is no longer allowed. And everyone's like, all right. Got it. Gotcha. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we just stopped talking about fighters using IVs. It just got quiet. Nobody ever, like, tested positive for, you know, IV fluid. IV fluid and is that a thing? Yeah. But it's just like, 
silence. So you telling me everybody was just like, all right, scouts <laughs> honor. No IVs. Motherfuckers is IVing out of their fucking gills, bro. Uh, Guarantee it. Guarantee it. That's funny, actually. You've said that in the past, too. 100%. Wait. That's the game. Wasn't um, is it, USADA uh, was asking for... Anonymous tips. Yeah, you saw that. was sending out emails talking about uh, we got a, a unanimous hotline. Oh yeah, give yeah. Out tips, <laughs> tip, like tips you, on, on who you think is who you know if you know of anybody juicing. That's but Ivy's not juicing though. No, no, no. But still, mm. I ain't no snitch. Two <laughs> K said Paula did IV at UFC two seventeen. He got fined and suspended for six months by USADA. He, they found I. All right, but that's Paula. Costa. Yeah, he. we saw what just happened with his other fight. Come on, bro. If you could not get caught from using your IV, <laughs> like, Paula's going to be the one to get caught. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. <laughs> that man is, he's a walking <laughs> meme. He seriously is. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He probably went to the scale yeah. with the IV, IV hanging out. He probably had all band-aids all on him and shit. They were like, what's that? He's like, oh, for the IV. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you can't use IV. He's like, I can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, who you got in this matchup, man? Uh, shit. I really don't know. It's so tough just cuz Arnold Allen, he's he's a very good fighter, undefeated in the UFC as well. He's been since for a while, since 2015, he's been in the UFC. Um but in this fight I think it's got to be Arnold Allen. I don't know. I don't I don't know how this is going to hold up for Dan Hooker and his this I'm thinking, wake up. I'm thinking Hooker. Really? Yeah, I'm thinking Hooker. I'm Shit. rocking with Hooker still in this one. I don't know. This is this is gonna be a tough fight for both guys. Yeah, I think so. It's a great fight for uh, Arnold. This is a great, huge opportunity <laughs> for him. Um, but I'm still rocking with Hooker with this one. If Dan Hooker makes it a dirty fight, though, he can grapple. If Dan if Dan Hooker's on his back, I don't think he wins. If he's on top, I think he gets it done. I think if it's on the feet, I think he gets it done. That's what I'm saying. He's gotta make it. I feel like just a nasty fight. Yeah. Our cameras went out. Our uh, cameras out. So, f- oh no. Oh. All right. Hold on, people. Uh. Well, Arnold Allen is the slight favorite at minus one fifteen, and Dan Hooker is the slight underdog at minus one oh five. Sheesh. Yeah. Ernie back Ernie Piffle second. said like Greg Hardy using an inhaler on the stool. That's what I was gonna say, honestly. Yeah. That's like yeah, exactly the same exact shit. That that's same, hilarious. Same energy. That is that is still one of the greatest things that I feel like is not talked about enough. The he, bro just pulled out an inhaler and started using it like, yeah. mid round. Like you saw, I said it was good, bro. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> you saw, I said it was cool. You right? can get a pass for an inhaler if you are asthmatic. No, you can. It's like but you can get it approved. You can get it approved, but you got to know you can't use it in between rounds. Yeah, like <laughs> you can use it. You can be like, all right, you head it out. All right. Once you get into the octagon, it's done, bro. That's it. Oh, that shit is hilarious. You know I have asthma, right? Yeah. I've had a full-blown asthma attack in the octagon. I remember you said that, yeah. Full-blown asthma attack. Hildago, Texas. I don't even know what year that was, but. I think it was 2017. Might have been like my third EOC fight or some shit. Yes. Full blown as I wish I had a fucking inhaler, bro. Every in between every round, I was just sitting there like this, like ah, ah. couldn't breathe. I couldn't even speak. I couldn't say nothing. I could never. What it feels like is so. Imagine you could just never get a full breath. You could never get fully get a full inhale. So all your inhales are just shallow. Like damn, can't never really like. 
It's fucking terrible. Do you, does, does it sound like it too? Like you could hear it. You can hear, yeah, wheezing. So yeah. basically, so he heard a, you like wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> In his ear, like. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's fucked hilarious! Up. Fucked up. Um, yeah, no, I remember watching that fight, and after that first round, I was like, "Oh my god, he's exhausted." And well, we were home in New York, and Keenan was like, "No, he's good. He's good." See, he put his hands up over his head. He t- he getting his breath. I was like, "No, <laughs> he put his hands up because I can't cause breathe. He's tired. Yeah, put your hands up like this to stretch the lungs. Like, yeah." Ugh. That's what he did after round one. I saw you and I knew you were tired. I was like, it's oh like, no. But I wish I had an inhaler, bro. I would, I would never think to just right be like, yo. That. Coach, pass me that inhaler real quick. And he shook it too. Like, <laughs> it's just the whole aesthetic of it was just mad funny. But <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, shout out to him. He got away with it, right? Yeah. Or did they suspend him? No, no, he got. I don't know if he got suspended. I don't know. But he definitely, I think he lost the fight. Mm-hmm. Or like he went to no contest or something. Because uh, it's it's steroids Yeah technically right <laughs> Is it not It is <laughs> uh, Chris Leslie said Was that against Eric Montano uh, Yes Chris it was It was against Eric Montano Motherfucker was whooping my ass bro just Yeah it was just Taking me down over and over and over and I, just, and I was just like damn bro I cannot breathe Third round we got him though <laughs> We got That's his ass counts. Yeah that one Mm-mm. We got his ass <laughs> That's all that matters <laughs> That's why you celebrated so hard after, I think. You know, I never fucking... You never I'm that. never... You ever notice when I, when I win, I never, like, fucking run and scream and jump and shit. I'm just like, all right, good shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh-huh. Even after... But that fight, I fucking was beside myself, bro. After that, I fucking... <laughs> I did, like, some high knee shit, sprinted to the, the fucking side of the octagon, jumped over the cage. I was wilding out. There yeah. you go. That's hey, hype. you know what? You're hyped up. You deserve to hype. be. <laughs> I gotta re- I gotta rewatch that actually. No, I don't do it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just watch the the finish and the celebration. Finish is sick. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if your opponents watch that fight and are like, "Well, you see what we gotta do is." Nah, it's too old. I don't get, yeah, give a fuck about that. Third UFC fight. Um, <clears throat> but main uh, event. Main event. Let's do it. All right, main event. We have number six Alexander Volkov heavyweight. Contender versus number eleven, Tom Aspinall. Mm. Um, once again, another prospect, Tom Aspinall, rising through the rankings real quick. I feel like. Yep. He just shot up, undefeated in the UFC since twenty twenty. He's got four fights, all finishes. Can he wrestle? He can wrestle. He grapples. Yeah, he's got submission wins. Nice. Two submission wins come from, uh, or only one comes in the UFC. But, um, does he train with uh, Tyson Fury as well? I, I see Tyson Fury shouting him out. So. I don't know if I they think, spar or anything I, like that. I think they might actually. I don't know. Yeah. If he's getting them boxing rounds with Tyson Fury, that's that's phenomenal for a guy like this. That's for huge. Alex, for fighting <laughs> Alex. If you get rounds with Tyson Fury, like not just like, oh, yeah, I trained with Tyson Fury and y'all took a pick and like, yeah, now he's shouting you out. I'm talking about if you've consistently been training with Tyson Fury as a heavyweight and this is the matchup you got, I promise you, you should knock this dude the fuck out. Mm. You should knock this dude the fuck out. Damn, I mean that's so true. Tyson Fury is what? It's probably the same height as this guy. Um, six, six seven. seven? About, yeah. yeah, probably. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is insane. But I mean, Aspinall's not that much shorter. He's six five. Damn, is he really? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! I didn't yeah, know he was that tall. Boy, so I think he's gonna do well. I think he's gonna do well. He has great hands, good speed. Damn. I just think he gets it. If he gets, he needs to get his head off that center line. If he gets his head off that center line, I think. 
um, Volkov can't really throw much straight shit at him. Mm. And then I said, or just wrestle him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would like to see Tom Aspinall get it done. And I think he can. Baby Frank Mayer. Baby Frank Mayer, yeah. Baby exactly. Frank Mayer gets it done. I mean, done. he's got the skills. He's a very, very good fighter. Uh, also, people in the chat are saying that uh, he's a black belt. Hey, Kamara said he's a BJJ black belt. His dad raised him training jujitsu. Nice. So he's got it on the feet and on the ground. Now, can he take Alexander Volkov down? Or do you think he just keeps standing? I don't know. I, I, I think so, he tries to take him down. I, I would imagine so. I didn't know they were that close in height. I thought he was way shorter. But um, <clears throat> I saw a picture online of him in camp or something like that. And they put a they put a piece of tape or like they tape something around, I guess, like a bag. Like that's six, seven. So when he hits the bag, he has to punch. Yeah. Up. And they put Volkov's chin up there. Like they wrote nice. on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Maroon says credits Tyson Fury for his timing, speed and shot selection. So they train together. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is. When you and I say this all the time, right? When you spot. And it's hard for like MMA fans and some MMA fighters even to comprehend this. It feels like you are coming after the sport of MMA, which is not. But it's just a different. Boxes are a different level, man. A different level of striking. Like it's just very the speed, the time, everything is very different. And that's why when you see guys in the octagon that actually box, you notice like the way they move, their speed, everything is just their time. Everything is just very different, man. Mm. It's very different. It's not the same. And if you it's easy to it's easy to overlook that part of it because when MMA guys really throw punches, yeah, they're throwing hard, they're throwing, but the way boxers throw punches is just different. Mm. It's just because they throw punches every single day, whereas MMA fighters have to do so many different things. It's like an MMA guy going up against a fucking one of the highly like a Gordon Ryan's of the world in just a grappling match, right? Right. The best guy in, in MMA that does grappling is not as good as the best guy that. That that grapples in the grapple scene only that primarily grapples you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's the same thing with boxing mm-hmm. you know so but that's why I suggest MMA fighters should live in a boxing gym mm. if you're a striker or you need to work on your striking it's very intimidating for some guys I can see um, so it's easy for me to sit here and say that because I grew up boxing mm-hmm. I grew up in a boxing gym so it's easy for me to be like yo go in a boxing gym but I've seen uh, there's a lot of guys that don't want to go in the boxing gyms because oh they spar too hard all they do is spar hard. Bro, you need that. <laughs> Trust me, you need that. And they trying to knock your fucking block off. Right? There's some fucking 14, 15-year-old kid that don't give a fuck that you're a UFC fighter. They don't give a fuck about UFC. They don't watch UFC. They don't even know what the fuck that is. All they know is boxing every day, right? And he going to go in there with you. It's it's respect, but he's not overly respectful. It's just like, yo, we're going to throw hands. And he going to give you some true, honest work. And you're going <laughs> to learn how to deal with that true, honest work. Then that's how it is. You know, and that's how you get better. So, wait. So you've sparred with like 14, 15 year olds? Absolutely. At your age now? Yeah. And it's good stuff. It's good work. Well, when I first when I, overall, just in general, now for me, it's like that's I used to spar with a ton of amateurs when I was an amateur. Even when I was a pro, there was amateurs that used to give me work. But now, at the level that I'm at now in boxing and just combat in general. I, I spar the pros. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I spar like other pro boxers. Mm. You know, but earlier on, yeah, I'm sparring. Even now, there's amateurs that I spar sometimes that are like, that are super young, 15, 16. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And don't oh, hit shit, them I and see what lie. happens. 
Yeah, that's wild. Don't back his ass the fuck up and see what happens. That's crazy. Our cat went out again. Also, shout out meatballs. Okay. Also, right, we'll right. camera will be right back, y'all. He subscribed for 15 months. Meaty balls. Appreciate you, dog. Okay. Cookie Man Mac. Um, but with this fight, so what do we see? On the feet, I think I I don't know. The only thing with Alexander Volkov, I feel like we've seen him <clears throat> do very well in fights, and then we've also seen look like shit in fights. Like, for example, even his win over Greg Hardy, I feel like he did not look good at all. Yeah. Um, and then his other fights where he's lost, he's gotten absolutely worked in those fights too. Like against Cyril Gain and Curtis Blades. Um, well, he, to be fair, he was beating uh, Derek Lewis. He was being Derek Lewis, but then he got knocked down like the last like, yeah. second or something. It's so pretty shitty. Turn the camera back on. Dang. But um, but in this one, I don't know. I'm taking Aspinall. Yeah, I feel like I want to go with Tom Aspinall. I feel like I, I think I think I might as well. Uh, but Alexander Volkov plus one ten, Tom Aspinall minus one thirty. So matchmakers have him as the favorite as well. <clears throat> Oh, the Maroon says Greg Hardy broke his hand in the Volkov fight. Uh, is that what it was? All right. Well, that's it. That's yes. what we got. That that is it. That is this is a early morning show before the fights. You got news for us? Uh, yeah, I can give some. I don't have too much, but I only got three, four, five. Ready? Do it. Do it. Do it. Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson has officially been scheduled. UFC 274, May 7th. That is the same card as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we? How do we see that? Tony Ferguson, can he beat Michael, Michael Chandler? Michael Chandler gets it done. He knocks him out or finishes Probably. him? Probably. I feel maybe. Yeah. yeah. You know what's wild is that both guys are coming in on losing streaks. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Um. Let's see. Yeah, people are saying rip Tony. Okay. Also, where where do you think that lands you then on the card? I don't know. You think you? I think you would be the last fight in the prelims, right? What is what is that called? The featured bout. Yeah, the featured the bout. Yeah. Know, maybe. Who knows? I would say so. A lot of times, I like with a big card like that. I like being on the prelims. Like the if you're like the main fight on a prelim, you get like. So much more eyes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's tuning in. That's the last fight before yeah. the, the uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. I, I would say that's a good one. Excuse me. Okay. Now, announced on UFC 274 on May 7th as well, Rose Namajunas will defend her strawweight championship belt against Carla Esparza, co-main event. So you got yeah. another title fight. You know what it is, man. Yep. You know what it is. Yeah. If I could even find this button, <laughs> I haven't pressed it in so long. But you know what it is, right? I know what yep. it is, man. Hey everybody! Thank you. <laughs> Doug Rose. Doug Rose. Doug Rose. One. Yep. We always rock it with Rose. Of course. Always. I went back and watched the uh, the fight I went to at MSG, mm-hmm. and I was like fanboying. I know you were fanboying. <laughs> but you jump ships, man. No, 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 no. You jump we're a fan of we're a fan of both sides. Where? <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm a fan of Rose, bro. Come on now. He jumped ship, Jack. He jumped ship and went went over to his girl, his favorite fighter. His favorite fighter ever mm-hmm. just got knocked out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just got knocked out. And he was like, damn. 
jump shit instantly and <laughs> was just like, like and started fanboying <laughs> over the person that knocked his favorite fighter out. I was this hand pound from and Rose. It's it like yo, I love Rose. Rose, I, love I was you. torn. I was torn. I love you with tears in his eyes. Oh man, that was rough. Mm-mm. Come on now, man. Uh, um, well, thank you for exposing me. And Randy, can we say you and Rose always end up fighting on the same cards? Yeah, you do. Honestly, you fought at MSG. You fought. Now you're fighting again. UFC. There was one more. There's another one. Oh, uh, now that you mention it, There's I never thought one. about that. Then there was um, what was the other one? I don't know. You sure? The Maybe. one was MSG. It was MSG, but there was another one too. Anyway, I like I like Can't Rose. Remember. I'm happy whenever Rose is on the card against Carla Sparza. That's she beat her for the championship belt back in the day. Yeah, so that's a good rematch. It is a good rematch. I think she gets it done. I hope she, I hope she doesn't get just grappled because Carla Sparza can grapple mm-hmm. her ass off. She can wrestle, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like Rose has grown so much, man, in her fighting style, her fighting ability, just her well-roundedness. Mm-hmm. She's Definitely. been killing it. Uh, I faster said, Randy, how's that toe doing? That was a front kick early on, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The toe standing strong, holding firm. Mm-hmm. It's not even a um, it's not even a thought anymore. There you go. Uh, Cookie Man Max said, "Who do you have in Spence versus Ugas?" Spence, definitely Spence. Um, Ugas is good though, man. Ugas. Did y'all ever see Ugas versus um, what's his name? Um, shit. I'm gonna draw in the blank. Ugas versus uh. I'm not drawing a blank. He does the commentary shit. I have no clue. Buff teeth. He fought He fought Spence. That might have been Spence's last fight. Pacquiao? Not Pacquiao, bro. Pacquiao That's what Hasbro said. Porter? Porter. Yeah, Porter. Sean Porter. He fought Sean Porter. And that was actually a good fight. He did really good with Sean Porter. You know? So, honestly, Ugas is a live dog, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with... um. I'm going to go with the young one, mm. the young guy in this one. Spence gets it done. Uh, Cookie Man Mac also said, besides the breakdowns in your podcast, do you still enjoy watching combat sports? I've heard some pros say they don't like watching or discussing as much anymore because they do it every day. Damn. <laughs> it got me. <laughs> um, well, I'll put it like this. I do enjoy the sport. I'm still a fan of MMA. Um. I'm a student of the game. The only the only thing is I'd say is that right now I don't I don't think I would have been watching as much as I do. I'd definitely still be watching, but I wouldn't watch as much as I do because of the show. The show makes me watch all fights that happen. Every weekend I watch every fight. I try to watch every fight. You know, so Yeah, it's more like work now mm-hmm. than <laughs> than anything then actually else. enjoying it yeah but right. I, I still kind of enjoy it mm. but i don't always want to talk fights and shit like that like so that's why when i stream other shit sometimes i just don't want to talk anything about any fights i just want to play my game mm. but <laughs> people don't want to watch me play video games so i don't know it all it all depends on the day um, all right, some more news. Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori in the works for UFC 275 on June 11th. Whoa. I like that one. I like that a lot. Whitaker versus Vittori. <clears throat> I think Whitaker could take that. I mean, I think yeah. both guys maybe, but I, I have a, I feel like Whitaker wins that. You think? Yeah. 
He's and Whitaker himself said that Marvin Vittori is the hardest test behind besides Israel Adesanya in that division. He believes so. Mm. All right. I think I think Marvin's kind of big for him, man. Marvin's kind of this. Marvin's a strong guy, big. It's like a tank. It's a tank, but I guess we'll just see. I guess we'll have to see. Mm. We'll have to see. I couldn't really. I can't really put a. A strong pick on that yet. It's we got till June eleventh. Don't yeah. you worry. Envoy said Whitaker via U- United decision can't do much about that orc head. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Another fight on UFC two seventy five on June eleventh. Brendan Allen ver- versus Jacob Malkoon. Brendan Allen versus oh Brendan Allen. Okay. So we get and we get to see yeah Brendan Allen in there again. Nice exciting fighter. Yeah. Is he in the rankings? Did he break the rankings yet? I don't think so. I think he's like on the outside. He's very well known for a guy that's that's he's not still pretty new. Yet. Pretty new yeah. and has been getting some good fights in. So yeah, definitely. And last news for the show: Kamara Usman versus Leon Edwards two <clears throat> is being targeted for July title belt. I'm taking uh, hot take. You're taking Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards gets it done. Wow, he finishes him. You think? Yeah! Wow! Look at that. If not, Usman is wrestling his ass off the whole time. I would imagine that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. But um, did you see? Real, a quick side note, right? Did you hear that? Um, you see everyone saying that what's the name was faking it. <laughs> well, not everyone, but there's a lot of fighters online saying that. Uh, uh, so, well, there's your mic right there, saying that um, Khalil Roundtree is faking. That whole thing being nice yeah. and stuff, or yeah. like being well, not whatever. a lot. There's not, a few fighters, just a couple. Well, I saw what Sean Strickland said. Dickheads, right? Yeah, I saw and Sean Strickland being the leader of the dickhead pack, the dickhead yeah. army. Yeah, I saw that. You know what I'm saying? Is um, is on that train, bro. I think that dude's just dying for attention. Sean Strickland. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, it, it's weird. It's, it's, it's so odd. Like, what the fuck is good with that dude? Yeah, I don't know. He like I saw he tweeted something the other day about like. How he goes into Walmart and just thinks about wanting to murder everyone. Like, just. Yeah, because that's somebody who's actually going to murder people, going to yeah, say. No, yeah. I say that shit all day. I'm a, I just said I was going to kill this person right here. And what do you know? Didn't do it. It's, you don't say that if you're actually going to do it. What? It's the drama. Uh, if you actually get to murder, you don't get murdered. He's an idiot. Yeah. He, like, who says that? Who does it? You know what I'm saying? Like. The things that he says, I think it's like just shock jock shit, like shock value, mm. just to get attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, did you see the whole thing of his explanation to why? But I saw Twitter, which was good for once to see, like, you know, sometimes Twitter actually comes together in the MMA community. Uh, reset our camera once more, please. So sometimes the MMA community does um, does actually come together and say and say, like, and take a stand for once on, like, Together, right? You know, sometimes they like, they're always like just going the wrong way with shit, you know, because they they celebrate trolls and celebrate that negativity and shit like that. You know, MMA Twitter is weird like that sometimes, but for once, I seen people were like, you know what I mean? Where they like, oh, y'all, this nigga thought we was gonna we was gonna agree with him, <laughs> right? Like everybody was just on his ass, and I'm like, great, good, because he he's I think that dude's a problem, man. I really do. I think that guy's a problem. He's dangerous, I think. Like, not gonna, for, after not, his MMA's career is over, I think he's he's dangerous. Oh yeah, I think he takes his own life or like someone else's or, or someone else's. Bro, you've seen the videos that. online of him literally like 
Remember the video of him almost getting into like a car fight? He's like, you got a gun or a knife, bro? He's like, pull over. Like, what type of weird shit you want? That's why, and again. Maybe he has a death wish. It's just, again, it's people here, man, that never really. Been through shit. Been through real shit in their life. Never really experienced real type of troubles in their life. Like, real dangerous situations. You know what I'm saying? For real. Mm -hmm. Not just like, out there, oh, making shit up and trying to be weird. Oh, look at me. I'm so crazy. No, you're a fucking idiot. You know? Like, because. Imagine the dude that's really about it. You fuck with somebody that's really like that, right? And you're like, yo, you do all that. Like, oh, no. What, you think going to tell you? Like, yeah, I got no gun. Let's fight. That other guy is going to be just like you. You hoping you run into one of guy that's an idiot just like you. <laughs> you run into a motherfucker that's really like that. He's going to be like, no, pull over. What's up? Mm. You get out your car thinking, expecting a fight, and he shoots you in your fucking face. Mm. Yep. And he goes on about his day. Like, y'all got relax. Like, relax. <laughs> These dudes got to relax, bro. And that shit happens, too. These, oh, these obviously. got to calm down, like. He's before I go off on him, I'm about to go on a rant with a whole bunch of shit. But anyway, let's let's let me get to the to story. Khalil? As it uh, yeah, as it, as it pertains to Khal, uh, Khalil Roundtree, the story that he told about why he didn't like Khalil sounded dumb as fuck. It was so stupid, and it made himself look like you are the problem. Yeah, you told a story. You thought we was gonna be on your side. Like, nah, bro, you wrong. Because he said why, like that he was like sparring too hard or something like that. Mm -mm. No, first thing he said was that there was. There was a girl, and I'm going to say pretty much what he said. There's a girl at the gym, sweet girl, everyone loves her, about 20 pounds overweight. But, like, has nothing to do with the story, by the way. Yeah. But he's, like, pretty girl, but not his type. She's a little curvy for him. Yeah, she, yeah, she was for like, Strickland. I mean, yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, not not for me, you know. She lo she loses a couple pounds. She's a supermodel. Sweet girl, you know, yeah, a little overweight. About 20 but, you know. but, like, what does this have like, to do with anything? Still, like, he how, was showing his ass. You're still taking digs at the girl while you're telling a story. Like, it just shows you a scumbag, right? But anyway. Anyway, so he says basically that Khalil was, uh, they, him and the girl were, like, working together, showing a move, whatever. They were doing something. Um, and the girl made a joke about sexual harassment. And then Khalil got upset and, like, stormed away. No. So, yeah. So, <laughs> you... Khalil Roundtree showing this girl a move, right. right, from behind. And the girl makes a joke about some kind of sexual harassment thing, right? Literally what I just said. Yeah, for, it is what you said. But. <laughs> and then, but the whole, he goes, like, the whole gym's laugh. I, the whole gym laughs. I thought it was funny. You know, everybody laughs. Khalil freaks out on her. Yeah. Khalil freaks out, and he doesn't like that, that he freaks out. And then he's like, oh, this guy's a bitch. This guy's a scumbag. Blah, blah, blah. He freaks out on the girl, this and this and that. So... There's missing context all over the place. A whole bunch of it. He's the only black dude there? Is that girl a white girl? Mm -hmm. Are that we living in America? Things. It changes things. Mm -hmm. It changes things. And, and these, things these are things a lot of white people mm -hmm. don't think about. Right. right. So why would he freak out? Like, yo, don't play with me like that. Like, don't joke around like mm -hmm. that. Right? It could have been that simple. It could be too. that simple. But then, you know what I mean? There's so many little things that no one is, you know, that he, but he can't pick up on just because of his disposition in the world in life right, right? so he, he can't, can't see it from that he can't see it from that perspective. perspective so now now he's he's mad about it right which I, is stupid to me right so then he goes he goes all right whatever another Next thing defense. now he goes <laughs> he tells two he tells like three different stories in that one thing one he tells another story and i feel like he looked bad in all of them he did so he told another story he goes like oh so yeah you know another time he's I'm, teaching I'm, I'm, I'm te we're in the class and we're all I teach in a class and everybody pairs up. And when everyone pairs up, he goes, I don't want to see it. As he says jokingly, I don't want to see anyone pairing up with uh, with um, 
with Khalil. Khalil because he's the softest guy in the room. So if you're if so you're working with him, I know you're a bitch. Yeah, if you pair with him, you I know you're a bitch. He said that out loud. Yeah. Yes, to the class. And and Khalil oh, was not upset. feeling that. So like, and he's trying to make it like. So he's like, oh no, we're just joking. Like you know, I'm just, I'm just joking around. Like you don't do shit like that. You know what I mean? But Still, obviously, you, especially if you and him ain't cool like that. Clearly, they're not cool like that. And for him to say it, it's a joke is bullshit because he already salty about the first thing that happened with the other girl, amongst probably a whole bunch of other shit. So I'm, I'm already assuming you're not friends. So, so when you're exactly. saying it, it's not a joke. So Khalil probably feel like one, either he's getting picked on by this dude. Or this dude, I, I don't fuck with you. Like, don't don't joke with me like that. Like, I fuck with you. Like, me and you are like that. If me and you are like that, we joke, whatever. But when since me and you are like that, don't joke with me. There's motherfuckers that, that it happens. There's people that I know that I was like in, in the gym that it's like, yo, me and you, are, we're not on that level of being cool. So don't you don't joke with me. And it's just like, and you just know you can't cross certain lines with me. And now the third offense. It's just what it is, right? Let's move to the third offense. The third offense now is. What was the third? What did he say? Khalil brought his girl around. Oh, Khalil, Khalil brought his girl around, right? And then he was like hitting on his girl. And he was like, oh, no, you know, like like brotherhood shit. You know, it was just like. Essentially. Just, just said, oh, just he regular. didn't say he was hitting on her. He was just, he said that he joked around with Khalil about probably dealing with her also. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like, our girl type of thing. And he's like, oh, no, I'm just, you know, like brotherhood shit, you know, like, and it's like camaraderie bro, or something like, like, that. like camaraderie. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So this man who already doesn't like you, you're going to joke about also being with his girlfriend. <laughs> like, clearly you're the problem. <laughs> clearly you are the problem. What an odd guy. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's very And then strange. goes again to pick on him online. And then double down <laughs> and then double down again with another video. Like, all right, if he's such a piece of shit. You to me, it sounds like you jealous that he got all that attention and, and you know, he's, mm-hmm. and, and he's he won the fight it. and he's doing what he wants to do and you salty about it. Right. If you truly know this guy is a piece of shit, he's not a good guy you let and, he, and he's having his moment right now. Let him be because you like, you know, he's so, you know, he's a bitch. You let know, it it'll come to light. It'll come to light because he's a piece of shit. It'll come right. to light. So just let him be. And it always does. It always does. I've right? seen it. So leave him alone, mm. you know, but some people are just fucking weird like that. Strickland, he, I, he I truly couldn't them. be in the same room with Strickland, bro. I, I, I don't dislike people. I'm not like someone that say like I hate this guy, but I just know me and Strickland would have a problem. And it's funny, like I see a problem with everybody, bro. Me and Strickland would 100 percent have a problem if we train together. 100 percent, I know it because I know how I am. I know the kind of person I am, and I know the kind of guy he is, <laughs> and I just see it. I know it. I know me and him would have a problem. It's crazy. That would be insane. That would be like an actual fight, then. Obviously. Oh yeah. And it ain't gonna be no no me and him throwing hands type fight. Like like I'm telling you, bro. Some people are not playing with you with certain <laughs> shit. I'm not playing with him. <laughs> I would not play with that dude. I don't. I it don't like that guy. It will be one thing, and Randy will get set off. Just really all he has like to say is dude. one thing. <laughs> that dude is so odd, bro. Yeah, it's he just, he's he's very strange. I think it's just attention. I, I feel like he, he knows atten- his. He's attention it's just attention. It's, it's just like an attention thing. Behavior. He can't be that much that stupid. You cannot be. I refuse to believe he's that dumb. It's just I mean, a, he, might he has to be looking. I, at first, when I first seen it, I thought, of like, all right, well, he's playing what he has. He's playing into what he has. And he's being smart. This is his moment now. Oh, the uh, white supremacist thing? Not even that. You know, yeah, he's a for, admitted former white supremacist. No, but whatever, I mean that whole story that he was telling. He's just an idiot, right? But he's, he's, um, 
he plays into the, the oh I'm crazy and I'm this and you know he goes shock jock you know shock value he just says all kind of crazy shit he plays into that you know what I mean which is which is cool but I feel like you take it too far sometimes you know what I mean now you're like you take it too far and it just gets it's getting weird it's getting weird. It's getting desperate. It's getting yes, that's the word. It's getting desperate, bro. Like just chill out. You know, people at first when you see him, I feel like ah, he's putting on whatever. It is what it is. He's using the moment to get more popularity, get his name out there and fight. He's not like a great talker. He's not like he's just doing what he can do in the moment to get the fights. That's how I saw it. But now it's like now he's like doing some other shit, which is it's getting desperate. That's what it seems like. Yeah, it's like yeah. any chance he can get for some attention. Mm-hmm. It's like chill out, bro. He's fiending. Word. Um, 2K asked, am I allowed to make jokes with Handy? <laughs> it depends on the joke. <laughs> it depends on the joke. Um, uh, Maroon said, people that like to push buttons on people when you're in the business of hurting people is wild crazy. That's yeah. sarcastic, sarcastic kid who always got to interject some bullshit. Word. And I bat faster said, yeah, Strickland is a bona fide jackass. Anyways, DJ versus Rod Tang, who you got? DJ. First round is MMA or Muay Thai, though. And Rod Tang swears, he promises he's getting him out of there in the first round. First round is MMA? Is Muay Thai. Uh, first round, Muay Thai. Second round, MMA. Third round, Muay Thai. Rounds, five minutes? I think so. Or I don't know. Maybe it's like three minute round, first round. I don't know. And then five minutes and three. I don't really know. Ah. Uh. I don't entirely know, but that's a that's a that's like a crazy sick fight. It is DJ. I feel like DJ gets it done. Though. He's gonna submit him if it gets to the second round. I feel like he easily just sit, takes him down and submits him. Probably right. Probably. I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. see it going any other way. Probably, yeah. Bro, Rod Tang is just like DJ gonna skate that whole first round. He try exactly. Yeah, it's different though. You know what I feel is different. It's like when the guys are. He's used to fighting guys like this, guys that are there with you, that are like, you know, that are like gonna. He's a Muay Thai like world champion. He's like a legend. Right. He's like over three hundred fights. Yeah. But the guy is like the guys when they fight kickboxers that it's gonna like faint you and shit and move and like fucking draw. It's a different fight for them, I think, because they don't have the footwork. Mm. Then they start chasing, and I think DJ's gonna be changing direction, moving around, draw that whole shit out, maybe jab, <laughs> pot shot, clinch. Get out, just moving and dancing. I think DJ gets it done. I think he does too in the second round. Submits yeah. him or whatever. Now, DJ makes it out the first round easy. Wow, damn, this is exciting. When is that fight again, people? Because I am, I'm definitely gonna watch that. One champion, <clears throat> one championship doing cool shit. Like yeah. that's pretty sweet. They also do like the Muay Thai fights with MMA gloves, MMA gloves. <laughs> like yeah, in the wild. octagon. Yeah, like crazy <laughs> shit. They do crazy shit. Oh, it's next Saturday. Thank you, Bat Fastard. Um. Uh, the 26th. Thank you, Kamara. So nice. Next weekend is something to look forward to. Hell yeah. That's it, though. That's all the news I got. And that is the end of the fights. And That's that is. That. And the fight started in how many hours? One hour, people. Let's go. We got some fans there right now. Abdullah, I hope you're enjoying that. Oh, our can went out for the last time. It's all, right. it's all done anyway. Raid. Yeah, Jack N. What up, bro? You ready? Cookie Man Mac asked if we've watched Letway. Watch who? Letway. What is that? That's the, uh, isn't it like Cambodian fighting, the headbutting? They get like allowed to headbutt his bare knuckle. <laughs> nah. I, I don't know where, where is it? Is it Cambodia? Or is it somewhere in Asia? I know. 
but I'm. I swear that's what it is. You're allowed. It's it's. Yeah, I bat faster than Muay Thai with headbutts. Oh, that's what it is. Myanmar. Oh, Myanmar. I did see a clip of that of them that Muay Thai with headbutt shit. I did see a clip of that of a dude getting finished. One of the champions. He's a Canadian, French Canadian guy. Wow. Uh, headbutts. Dave, fighting Dave with headbutts is crazy. I don't know. Yeah, that is pretty wild. <laughs> it really is. And also, if you get knocked out, if you get knocked out, you have like a certain amount of time for your corner to wake you back up to start fighting again. So you'll see guys get knocked out and then they're like corners over there like pouring water and like trying to wake them up and like and then they get back up and fight. Alright. <laughs> incoming first death of the MMA? It's not it's not MMA, it's kickboxing, right? So incoming oh first death God. or some shit. That's out of control. Yeah, absurd. Yes, Cookie Man Mac, Dave LeDuke. Yes, thank you. That is who it is. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Mayo Wave said let ways insane. You can get KO'd like four times before the fight's over. <laughs> that is very wild, but but uh, yo. Yep, that's it. That's it. Good show, GGs, people. GGs, GGs, GGs. Hope you enjoyed the morning show before these fights. We'll catch y'all later. I actually will catch y'all tomorrow on the post fight show. Yep. Adios, people. Bye. Peace.